You're listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network. My Mac Podcast 467. Uncle G-Men's Holiday Camp. You're listening to the G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. MyMac.com podcast. This is number 467. And we are both so tired. So very, very tired. For various and sundry reasons that we will not go into right now, just because we're not going to. How you doing, Gaz? Uh, tired. Yes, yeah. much like you, but tired yeah. because of the weather, tired because there's a lot of work going on at the moment, uh, especially with uh, me going away on holiday next week. Right. So that means I'm going to have a lot of stuff to make sure I've got cleared. But uh, yeah, no, everything's good. Life's good. I mean, good weather. Can't, sh- shouldn't complain about good weather, certainly in the UK. Yeah. And we've been, we've been going to, you know, friends and uh, having evening meals out and plenty of drinks and frivolity and happiness and laughing. So no, it's good. It's good. Okay, but, it's no, good. but no air it's conditioning. No, 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 okay. no. And funnily enough, and no, I'll leave it till later. Okay. I'll leave it till later because right. there, there was something mentioned on another show about that. So, uh, uh, Speaking of another show, I did um, uh, Paul Bird, Paul Bird, Peter Bird has started a new podcast. and I think, Yeah, I saw that. I think it's going to be, I think he's going to have it on the, uh, the Stoplight Network called uh, The Deeper Look. And he had me on, he had me on for the first show. Uh, cool. a, a word of warning it is over two hours long <laughs> so if if uh if you desperately need that uh, that large huge block of of me talking that is the show to get absolutely if uh if but if you know for example you know this little hour or so that we do that split between gases me more than suits your needs then yeah <laughs> i then you probably won't won't enjoy it that much i i certainly had a good time doing it guy stop yeah. stop underselling it people just go over start listening to it and if you get bored of guy droning on and on, 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 on you can skip forward or skip it altogether but go and give it a try first okay right see do do a better selling i know well i i am i am tired I'm so tired. <laughs> I could tell. Right. Anyway, anyway go on. What, yeah. What's been happen- happening to you to make you so tired? Uh, well, one of the things that has made me tired is uh, they were, uh, they, they marked our, our lawn last week because they're pulling out some of the old copper cable and putting fiber in its place. And this Ooh, is all it, done by. Well, that's good. It is good. Uh, it's, it's, now, this isn't being done by our cable company but by a company that's that's kind of in competition with it and i'm not going to mention the cable company that we've used for like 10 plus years because they don't pay to advertise on the show and furthermore i'm not going to mention the new company for the exact same reason <laughs> however <laughs> <laughs> at least not the name uh but yeah my so my wife calls me up and you know the guy that's there hooking the stuff up inside the house is giving her the whole spiel and it turns out that the the cost our our cost basically went from about one eighty a month down to under one hundred and twenty for actually better service. 
So we're, we're getting internet speeds of uh, like 75 down and, and 35 up. Like 80, you know yeah. That's that, that I'd kill for that because I've got, I mean, I've got a hundred down, but I've only got five up and I'd prefer it to be closer to what you've got. Yeah. Yeah. Because you'll never, you'll never fill you know, a hundred down. Well, no, it is useful at times, but I mean, it, it, it's, you know, well, even, even for streaming, you know, I mean, the only thing it does is kind of make, like, if you're streaming a, a video, okay, so you'll, you'll be able to watch it, you know, me at 75 and you at 100, you'll be able to watch it about, you know, start watching it about 10 seconds before me. But yeah, yeah the, the yeah, up speed, yeah, especially yeah. when you're talking about Skype and, and other services like that, yeah, that's a huge yeah, difference. Yeah, definitely. Anyway. Go, I'm, I'm interested in what you've got to say next, actually, because oh, I, yeah. I, I had issues when, uh, when I changed. When I didn't change provider, they upped the speed and they came with a new um, modem. Uh, but they wanted to give me a modem stroke router. And I said, oh, no, I have a router, but uh, I'll let you carry on. Yeah, well, that, that's kind of what ended up happening with us. Uh, when I got home, uh, I, I realized that they'd given us a, a G Wi-Fi router, you know, uh, 802.11G router, and it's like, really, you know, I mean, uh, it, <laughs> you've it's, given it, me, you've given me this great download and upload speed, and you give me a G router, yeah, really, yeah, really, really. <laughs> so uh, I put a call into him because it was like, you know, I've got an Airport Extreme, and it's a couple years old, and that gives me end speed. Yeah. And it's it's like, you know, and I what I basically ended up doing now, I've got my my Mac Pro plugged directly into the, you know, the the router slash uh modem that they gave us. But then in one of the other uh Ethernet ports that's there, I've got the uh the Apple Airport Extreme and I have all the computers in the house still going to that because it's like uh, why would I even, you know, want to to have them go on to G speed? Yeah, it's incredible. I mean, my I've got a time capsule which I actually bought one when I was over in the US in two thousand and eight, and that's N. Yeah, I mean, get oh, it's, yeah, it's price, like, it's price, price. But it, it's like it these days. I I don't even think yeah. you could still buy a G router. <laughs> and it probably costs them more because they have to come out and give you a new one anyway. Yeah, yeah. So why not just give it to me? And yeah, you know, and and what they're basically what they told my wife. So, so basically, are they giving you a wireless router, or do you still just use the modem connectivity to go through your to your uh, Airport Extreme, or do you just use the Airport Extreme as a? Um, I'm, I'm, Tom is going to absolutely fly off the handle here, and I'm just gonna, <laughs> but it's not. I don't think it's an extender, or but do you use it as an extender to to your network? No, actually, I've got the uh, the Airport Extreme is like right next to the the G router that this unnamed company gave us <laughs> and I left the two Apple TVs and uh, my wife's MacBook and my son, Peter's uh, iMac all, all hooked, still, still hooked up through the airport, airport extreme. Cause it was, it was actually less work. Right. So are you way. just using the, the modem that they gave you using it as a combined modem stroke? Because what they gave me was a unit which would do both. And I said, yes. I don't want yeah. it to do both. I just want it to push the signal through to my 
uh, my router because I'll do I'll do the routing through my router, the airport extreme. I don't want I just want the signal coming through your modem and just pushing it to my router. I don't want your Wi-Fi. I don't want your machine doing any routing at all Messy. because I I yeah well I I wanted the first port of call other than the modem you know uh, to be uh, an airport device in case I I wanted to do you know connect from right. out of town as it were. <laughs> well, all of the computers in the house are connected up through the airport extreme with the exception of my Mac pro, which is plugged in directly to their router. Right. So you, but that's that's an ethernet connection. Right. Uh, Okay. Yeah. But so yeah, but that means it's doing some DHCP, a DHCP, DHCP, whatever it is, DHCP, (laughs) DHCP. Yeah. Whatever that is. But it, it, that means it's doing some of that. So you're, airport extreme presumably is extended then yeah it's extended through yeah right. but, it, but it, it's not a wireless connection from their router modem no no you've, the you've, airport you've extreme. No, you've no you've hard cabled it yes hard, yeah 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 because otherwise it, it would it would make no sense anyway okay but but you, we finally got there <laughs> <laughs> yes. your airport extreme is an extended unit yes <laughs> all right okay directly connected to their <laughs> Okay. Oh, but I wonder that other podcast was two Ooh. hours long. <laughs> <laughs> tanks, but no tanks. <laughs> what you got going on? Uh, well, actually, I, I finally got some accessories come through for the GoPro because oh, cool. um, w- when I got when I got it, I, I kind of thought, well, I'll buy as cheap as I possibly can because I'm not sure whether they're going to be using this and whether it's actually going to work for what I want it to do. And after you know those multiple tests that I've kind of done, right. Um, I'm quite happy with the, you know, the one second, uh, uh, you know, um, uh, an image every second on the the camera itself and the the video that I'm getting out of after that first problems with, you know, having to update the firmware because of the dark images. Right. Um, So every, every minute you're shooting about a second's worth of video, more or less. Every minute I'm doing 60 seconds worth. Oh, all right, all right. Sorry, I'm doing one a second, one image a second. I'm, right. I'm so quite happy with that about frame. Two two seconds of video a minute, more or less. Okay, never mind. You know, I'm just making it more confused than it has to be. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> tell me about does, the suction pad. That, anyway, that's got me all worked I, up. What I've, what I've <laughs> and now I'm happy with the video that I'm getting. That how I'm going to use it. I decided to buy a few more accessories. Which um, I've got a suction pad. I've got mm. a tripod adapter. I've got some one of these some more brackets. You know that uh, are self adhesive on them. Sticker brackets. I like calling them. Um, so now I'm going to um, you know quite look forward to perhaps I've even got one of these brackets you can put on the bike as well. So cool. now I might be using it in other instances and I've, I've got some ideas of you know what i'm going to do with it so uh yeah looking forward to um giving it some real tests now so the, the suction pad just goes right to the middle of the forehead I might, right yeah I, I might just yeah something like that i might <laughs> put that in the car actually do some videoing from the car sure just just to see my reckless driving <laughs> yeah honestly officer it wasn't my fault yeah look uh, at this video yeah <laughs> Yeah. Look at this video. Look. You're doing about 600 Look. miles an hour. Yeah, and I swerved several times before I hit him. <laughs> he just he kept trying to get out of the way. <laughs> um, I've got ITV on my Mac. Okay, now when you say ITV, you might have to explain that. <laughs> That's E Y E TV. Uh, you know the software coming from Elgato, right? It, it's not. It's not the small furry animal that lives in a hundred acre woods. 
No, no, it's no, not. That's not, Eeyore. not Eeyore. Sorry, right, no, that's okay. Eeyore. ITV, no. got it. And it's not ITV, the British company, and it's not ITV, any Apple invention. It's <laughs> ITV from Elgato, uh, E-Y-E, as I said. And normally works fine, but I'm having problems with the EPG not downloading correctly, which is the okay. electronic program guide. All right, uh, good, good. I'm glad you said that because I kind of like <laughs> – I saw EPG. I'm thinking, thinking, what is this got something to do with like your reckless driving in the car? <laughs> Pedestrians no. hit per minute or something. EPG, electronic program guide. Oh, okay. Guide. And you can get different services, but I, I don't need all the different services. I don't need to, to spend any money. And there's a free one, which they do. And it's, uh, and it's been working fine for years and years and years because I've had this little um, hybrid. It's like a USB stick with, you know, coaxial connection on the back end, uh-huh. which you connect up to your, your TV aerial, pulls down the signal, put it in. And I've used this, this thing for years. In fact, since probably I actually bought the unit in – now, let me get this right. I think it was – Probably October, uh, October 2007. So I've been using this thing for a long time, but it's just suddenly gone doohickey. So it's the software, and there's, no, there's not been any recent update. So that's giving me a bit of scratchy head time at the moment. So uh, I hate that. Unless, yeah, of course, I course, you just have an itch. Well, yeah, there is that. I, you know, it could be that I've got nits. Nits? <laughs> Ah, an itch or nits or an itchy nits. It could be that I've got nits because if you've got nits, then you'd have a scratchy. Everybody who's listening to this now during breakfast time and thinking, oh, my God, nits, horrible. I don't even know what a nit is. I, I, I thought maybe that was the New York basketball team. No, wait, that's the Knicks. Sorry. I'm going to put a link into the show notes. Oh, here it comes. Just for you, Guy, oh, and you can you. have a look at that, and you can have a read why I do the first article on the MyMac.com okay. website, okay? I'll look at that right now. <laughs> Photoshop Darkroom Creative Digital Books. This is a review by Nam Segri. Headlights. I got it now. <laughs> <laughs> you call them nits. Okay. Um, the Photoshop Darkroom. Which has nothing crea- to do with Sam <laughs> No, he doesn't have lead lights. <laughs> he might. Well, yeah, if he does, he'll have an itchy scalp. Anyway, <laughs> I'm going to get rid of that link now because that's just going to cause more trouble than it's worth. Photoshop Darkroom Creative Digital Books, reviewed by Sam Negri. The Photoshop Darkroom and Creative Digital Post and Processing and the Photoshop Darkroom 2 Creative Digital Transformations. Published roughly two years apart, these companion books are the equivalent of a one-semester crash course in Photoshop. Both books are lavishly, lavishly illustrated on quality stock. Both provide step-by-step instructions for achieving a wide range of effects in Photoshop. The tutorials do not cover everything there is to know in Photoshop. The focus appears to be a mix of simple tasks, like moving images from the camera to the computer, to the more complex, such as using LAB or lab channel adjustments to change colors. Sam finishes the in-depth article, and if you know you want to read up about these books, it is in-depth, by saying both books will prove useful to someone with a basic knowledge of Photoshop. They are considerably less useful to beginners, who should definitely look elsewhere for, so, for Photoshop fundamentals. I was doing so well as well. Um, <laughs> he gives both books a MyMac review rating of 7 out of 10. 
And next up, we have the Zabs Zab Zag Spark. I, I can't even get the title out right. Zag Spark <laughs> Six Thousand. This is a review by Rick Rodriguez. Who's wrong, by the way? Uh, oh, okay. yeah, well, if you just, if you asked him, uh, man, if I could only get my iPhone to last just a couple of hours more. There are cases for iPhone and other smartphones, like the Mophie, by, by the way, that will keep your devices lasting much longer than they usually do. Do they advertise? No, they don't. What, the Mophie? Yeah. Well, they should, considering how often I talk about them. Well, can you stop? Okay. Uh, all right. All right. It, it's, that, it's that case that I use that they don't advertise with us, and therefore we won't say it, but it rhymes with Rofi. <laughs> but if you're like me, usually care usually carrying more than one device that could use a, just a little more juice to get you through the day. For example, in my bag, I've got two phones, a Kindle, an iPad. Oh my God, an iPad, PS Vita, and Bluetooth headphones. Really, Nick? Really, <laughs> all that in one bag? Um, it's a big. It's a big bag. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And I should probably stop editorializing. Uh, all these things need power, and while some of them are less crucial to getting through the day, it would be nice to have everything powered. Enter the Zag Spark. Nick gives it a great review in a. This is a good. This is a good review. And my no, Mac, no, no, no. Could you read that last bit again, please? Because the emphasis you put on what you said. Could, oh, and what's could, actually there? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Ah, uh, yeah. On some websites, this might have a whole different meaning. Uh, Nick gives a great review and a MyMac review rating of 9 out of 10. And he's got everything in the kitchen sink in his bag. Yep. Finally, Tech Fan Podcast number what? one. Hold on a second. Tech, tech Fan is the last article? Yes. Oh, wow. That yes. never happens. <laughs> that never happens every week. Yeah. Tech well, fan. Once a week. <laughs> every week. Didn't I say every week? Yeah. Do you hear Earthman? What? <laughs> Tech fan podcast number 127. Oh, yeah. David returns to chat with Tim about Android, Office 365, Outlook. Problems with iOS and email, digital currency mining, and Tim's new Oya! Oya! You know, we should do this podcast tired every week. <laughs> should we? Yeah, because it just gets it. We we go back and forth, and it's kind of like, what did guy say? What did guys say? Did they have anything to do with what the other guy said? I don't know. <laughs> anyway. Oya! Uh if if you would like to write for the MyMac.com podcast, please contact John Nemo at Nemo. And get slaughtered by us yeah. <laughs> talking about your article every week. Well, yeah, but I mean, honestly, we, we, we're, just ha- we're just having fun. We don't, yeah. we don't mean nothing by it, except for the, you know, the writers we really don't like. And there's none of those right now. No. <laughs> anyway. Very beautiful. Yeah. Oh, I love them all. Uh, please contact John Nemo at Nemo at MyMac.com and you can get uh, your stuff published in the, in the, uh, the MyMac website 
and have us butcher your name in most of your article each week. Because I, I mean, where else can you get this kind of exposure uh, and not get arrested for it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow. I I really don't know. Well, in fact, I do know. Just outside. Um, <laughs> yeah. You don't have to uh, go far. You don't. Do you want me to do the first bit on the Google sure. community? Okay. The secret countdown has begun. You can find out, well, nothing what, <laughs> about what this secret countdown is for by joining the MyMac Podcast G Plus community and saying yes to this event. Now, sooner or later, we will tell you what the secret countdown is for, but it probably won't be until after the secret countdown is over. <laughs> how we roll here yeah, on the mymac.com podcast backwards oh very much so uh we we there was uh, something put into uh g plus by dorothy yamamoto and as a matter of fact uh this is going to end up being our our people's pick i think later uh on the production side a few podcasters have mentioned using levelator to even out the audio levels in their shows when there are more when there are more than one or more guests participating very few mention who created and gave away this valuable tool. Doug Kay's The Conversations Network. Kay's audio engineering team in particular, and a shout out to his senior audio engineer, Paul um, uh, Figiani. Figiani? Thank, thank yeah. you. Yeah, I would have I said Figiwana. Figiwana, who mentioned <laughs> many of the early Mac and PC podcasters on audio gear and production. Paul's The Point podcast was one of the first podcasts I listened to back in 2005. And, you know, I, I can give that a huge thumbs up. Uh, I, I don't know of a, a single podcaster that, who shows that I listen to that don't use Levelator. I mean, it really, really is that good. And when you consider that it's free as well, amazing. Yep. Um. Okay, now. Oh, okay. Do you so, want? To, yeah, I should probably do this one. Go on then. Go on. Um, then. Now, I I told everyone that I had you know I, I wanted to play around with Mavericks because I've got mostly for the multi monitors part. So I you know I signed up for a developer's account. So I've got the uh, the beta version of Mavericks, and I when I was installing it, when I got to like the Siri part when I was first installing it, I was like, yeah, sure. Let me put all these voices in, not realizing that these were like huge, you know, four to 600 uh, gigabyte files for all these voices. So when the gigabyte the gigabytes, uh, sorry, four. megabytes, megabytes. <laughs> yeah. to 600 gigabytes. yeah. So basically a sing uh, if you get like four voices, you, you better have like a two terabyte drive. Just for the voice. No, it's gigabyte. It's um, megabytes. So, okay, cool. but the, the reason why I'm still, trying to that's still a lot. No, <laughs> yeah, the reason why I was I was bringing all this up is that uh, the the latest beta came out for Mavericks, and they were all updated, and that was the longest part of the update. It was over eight gigabytes to install all the updates to the various voices that I had said. Yeah, sure. Let me have you know all the ones from Turkey. And, you know, South America and, you know, all these ones that I'll never, ever find any use for 
but by God, I've got them all. Guy? Yeah. You stupid boy. Yeah, pretty much. As I was sitting there, like, watching the the, the progress bar go so, ever, ever so slowly, all I could think of was... <laughs> so, anyway, Peter Bird, Peter Bird wrote in, again, ouch! Mike McPeak wrote in, funny, the voices in my head never need updating. And Peter Bird came back with, neither do mine. And... Uh, I didn't want to say anything, but I am the voices in their head. So I- yeah, I tell you what, you're certainly the voice in my head. <laughs> For better, yeah. What what Gaz doesn't realize is that when people listen back to this podcast, there are these long blank spaces, and then Gaz says something, and then more blank spaces, and then Gaz says something again, and people are confused because they're not actually hearing my voice. That sounded so much funnier in my head. <laughs> You know those voices in other people's heads? Yeah. It's in yours as well, mate. Apparently, apparently so. Apparently so. Okay. Okay. Hello, G-Men. When I take pictures using my iPhone, this is email feedback, by the way. Right. um, When I take pictures using my iPhone, they are automatically uploaded to my photo stream. I typically have to delete a percentage of pictures from both the camera roll and the photo stream. Is there a way to ask photo stream to delay the automatic upload? No, that's me replying, until I have finished deleting the unwanted pictures that I've taken that are in the camera roll, question mark. It is frustrating to have to delete the same picture from both places. If I'm missing an obvious piece of the puzzle, please clue me in. Does the generic photo stream really have a 1,000 image limit? Thanks, Nemo in Colorado. I'll let you uh, respond. Okay, well, I did did some, uh, some Google foo there, John. And I can't. I could not find an easy way to not have photos go to PhotoStream if it's turned on. Nope. Uh, likewise, if you turn it off to edit the ones that you don't want to send later, it, it's complicated to get them from the camera roll into PhotoStream because it's really just meant to send all of your pics, no matter you know what they are, as you're taking them. Yeah. Uh, uh, if this is something that you want to do, I would suggest actually turning PhotoStream off and then upload them. Uh, instead to either a different photo cloud service uh, like Instagram or something along those lines, or just upload them to, uh, to Dropbox, the individual ones that you know you're going to want, and then import those later you know, on your Mac. Well, if you turn PhotoStream on. Or Aperture. Yeah, you don't, you don't have to worry about Instagram or anything like that. I, 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 I tried, I've got a picture on my camera, which I took earlier. And I was a bit confused by this because when I delete, I've done this quite a few times. And when I delete it, it gives me the option to delete the photo on all devices. Now, at this point, I didn't experiment to see whether it had automatically put it up to the cloud and then would appear in my iPhoto library on my Mac. So that is something which I need to do a little bit of a test on. But I have to say... I'm pretty sure that it's deleted them off all of my devices in the past. And I get that option for anything which um, that I've taken, which is in the photo stream. <laughs> you're t- so you're I, tired too, aren't you? Guys? I am tired. So, I, so I, was, I was just confused by the question because I, I get that option. I'm surprised that um, that John isn't getting that option or he's actually got the option, deleted it, but still found it on his um uh, in iPhoto, when he's uh, when he's opened that up, and that could be what 
what he's talking about. And well, yes, it, yeah, it, it could is, be that PhotoStream is just <clears throat> taking its sweet time in, in updating, you know, the, the present information because I think, but I think once a picture has been uploaded into iPhoto that it stays there unless you delete it, you know, regardless of, of what the source of the picture was. Yeah, which is a safety net, really. Um, yeah. I, you know, I'd be, I'd be quite happy with that. Yeah, it, it really all depends how you want to use PhotoStream. Um, I, I didn't turn it on for a little while, and I'm, I've still really not quite got the handle on it that, that I was hoping I would have, um, because I don't think it quite works how a lot of people's mindset is. But yeah, how they think it should work. Yeah, and um, yes, and yes, John, it does have a one thousand image limit apparently, and it's got a thirty day limit as well. Well, I usually I usually have mine <laughs> off uh, unless I'm doing something like the MacWorld Expo, you know, where I'm taking pictures all over the place, and I don't want to have to think about okay, well, is it going to be this picture or that picture? You know, because if you're at an event like that, you, you probably shouldn't care. You're you're taking everything that it is you're doing. And you're throwing it up there, and then you'll worry about later which ones you're actually going to use. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, we got some feedback from from Twitter. Uh, we from, did. Yes, we did. Oh, yes, by God, we did. Uh, from Alistair Jenks at Guy and Gaz, it's not necessary zero zero for international access to phone numbers. Works for New Zealand, but not Australia. Stick to the plus sign. I have no idea what he's talking about. Well, we always, um, we go zero, zero, 001 <clears throat> at the start of the, um, when we're giving our, pl- uh, our Skype number. Right. I did respond to Alistair by saying, yeah, but if, if we use the plus sign, it'd sound like we knew what we were doing and, you know, we don't want to give that impression. <laughs> no. No, well, I don't think we have to worry but about he's, that. But he's got a fair point. Yeah, we just go plus one. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, because the, well, the, co- the country the, code Alistair, for the U.S. Alistair, is a one. Alistair, Alistair, are you listening? There you go. My, my wrist has been slapped. Okay. Yep. Fine. Uh, uh, and Alistair? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I asked, a, I asked a, or we asked a question. <laughs> I didn't say I asked it. I said we asked a question, didn't we, Guy? Yes, we did. <laughs> On Twitter about what tools people use. Uh, to see how much of your hard drive is being taken up with all of the different files. And we had a plethora, a, a plethora of responses. Uh, Maninda Pal Singh, um, or Pal Maninda Singh, or He's Singh Maninda Pal. I'm not quite sure. Uh, where well, I'm presuming it's... I bet he calls... I bet he's get, he gets called Manny. So, Manny, Manny? you get... Well, Manny, e- even you, if he isn't, we'll just call him Manny. I'm going to call him Manny. So Manny, he uses OmniDisk Sweeper on the Mac. Uh, James Turner said... Woodpads.co.uk. Oh, yeah. <laughs> James Turner said... That's easy. I, uh, I don't. <laughs> I don't. Oh, smiley face. Pat... Pat... Uh, man. Pat... Pat man. Puh. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> no need to obsess with stuff like that. Well, it might be Pat Mahon, actually. Yeah, but anyway. Ma- uh, Mahon. Mahon. <laughs> no need to obsess with stuff like that, unlike his last name. Uh, just use <laughs> command plus something. I. I. I to, to check for available space on the system disk if needed. Uh, Clive Hammett uses Daisy Disk. 
Alistair Jenks also uses Daisy Disc. Oh, oh, oh. Damn. Damn, damn, damn. Here we <laughs> go. Alisa. You say Pacelli and I say Pacelli. Uses Omni Disc Sweeper. Uh, Timothy Gregoire uses. Oh no! That's <laughs> Timothy Gregoire uses disc art, and Graham Russell says, "I've got Daisy Disc, but don't really use it. I usually pretty much know what I've got where." Okay, yeah, now, that's the, what she said. Yeah, yeah, the reason I asked the question is because <laughs> there are four users on on my machine, uh, and I I understand fully what Pat and both Graham are saying. But there are times when all of a sudden my disc is a damn sight fuller than it should be. Yeah. And I've only got 10% left. Or in fact, I've got less than 10% left on my disc um, on a 750 gigabyte. And I'm thinking, where on earth has all my space gone? So um, I just popped something out there because I, I, I've actually got what size. And I was surprised that wasn't mentioned, to be honest with you. Um, so I, I'm going to be doing a bit of delving into which of the girls have got lots of video or stuff which you know they haven't told me about, uh, and see if we can do some cleanup. Um, because, but I know that my the iPhoto library we've got takes a big, 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 massive chunk out of it. But it's because it's about anywhere between I can't remember what the exact size is, but it's anywhere between two fifty and three hundred gigabytes. Yeah, but, a um, lot of times I actually just use the Finder. And just set set it to column view, and then use. So how are you uh, going to do that then? So how are you going to do that then? Well, you well, you could basically. How are you going to do that with different users? Uh, well, it's a, it works kind of the same way. You, you, I mean, you won't necessarily be able to to see the individual folders, but of course, you're the administrator, so you can go in and see. <laughs> no, I'm not. You want. No, I'm not. I don't run as administrator. Because you have an uh, administrator account, though. We have an administrator account, and I but I want to do it from within my account. And what size actually gives you a much better visual view of, of where stuff is and what it is and, and delving into it. Um, th- th- what I like about um, what size or any of these other applications that are, are probably available is that they give you a bit of a, a feed as to where it might be when you don't know where the problem child is. <laughs> <laughs> or who the problem child is. Or who the problem child is, yes. So on this show, who's the problem child? Um, or have it, I already it, answered that question? <laughs> I think you've already answered that question. Okay. Okay. So, uh, yeah, but that, that was the reason for my uh, uh, my question, or our question, on um, on Twitter. Twitter. And, uh, yeah, I was quite surprised. Daisy Disc. I might just take a look at Daisy Disc to see what it's like. I've, I've actually got Omni Disc Sweeper as well, but uh, I don't use um, any of these that much, I must admit. But when I got down to less than 10%, and I keep hearing that having less than 10% hard drive space available probably slows your machine down. And oh, I yeah. have noticed recently sometimes things taking an awful long time to open and things some things an awful long time to react. So I'm wondering whether that might be part of the case. But, uh, you know, it's good to keep your house in order and uh, it looks like I haven't been. So slap on my wrist again. There you go. Uh, and I'll, I'll clean it up. But, it's good uh, yeah. to be king. But thanks for the responses, folks. It's always interesting. Yep. And whether you do it through uh, Facebook that we hardly ever talk about. Well, actually, the funny thing is we've got a new Facebook-like. We do? Really? Yeah, I got a notification saying that so-and-so, so-and-so has liked the MIMA uh, Facebook page. The problem is when I went in, it's still at 131, which which means that someone else must have (laughs) unliked. (laughs) I I think they just to screw with our heads. They said, okay, for like an hour, I'm going to like it. 
and then I'm going to come back out again <laughs> just to get them all excited. And I know what they did. They liked the page, then realized they'd made a mistake. <laughs> oh, I actually wanted to, to like that other MyMac.com podcast page. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the, one that, the one that used to be on several years ago. <laughs> the, the anyway. One, the one with people that actually know what they're talking about. Anyway. Yes, anyway. Cass, get, get us out of here. Uh, everybody, um, um, I, I, what I'd like you to do, <laughs> if you don't, if you don't mind, <laughs> is oh. if you could. St- st- <laughs> what? Pardon? What did you say? It, uh, uh, what, uh, what I'd <laughs> get like, on with it, man. <laughs> what I'd like everyone to do, if they, if they wouldn't mind, is to stand by, to stand by, and we'll be right back. <laughs> I'm all naked in the street Don't want you tell me But I am, but I am happy But I am happy, happy, happy You look at something on my face Siri, I'm looking for a new Apple podcast to listen to. Any recommendations? I found one new podcast for you but it looks like they only record themselves drinking and chatting about the latest Apple news and rumor. Well, that sounds great. What's it called? It's called the Mac Gist Podcast. But Nick, why would anyone listen to that? Well, Siri, alcohol is the anesthesia by which we endure the operation of life. I found these five rehab clinics near you. Would you like directions? Ugh, Siri, enough with the rehab. Just download the latest Mac Gist Podcast now. I'm sorry, Nick. I cannot do that at this time. Go home, Siri. You're drunk. That's not nice. Eh, what does she know anyways? Check us out over at themacgistpodcast.com. Forced air induction. <laughs> the G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. Hi everyone and welcome to the second section of the MyMac podcast, number 468. Yeah, well... Um, it's good. It's good. <laughs> well, no, oh. it's not. It's not good. But well, it's, it's, it's mediocre. Good. <laughs> it's I don't know. Also, I don't know what the German word is for mediocre. Yeah, <laughs> I can find out. No, don't find out because someone will tell us. In fact, they'll enjoy telling us. <laughs> um, guy. Yes, I decided to tell you all about equipment. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I thought you were going to ask what sort of equipment. What sort of equipment? <laughs> Holiday equipment. Ah, well, that is Mittelmadbeeg, <laughs> which is German. <laughs> oh, no, don't. Uh, actually, don't. I have no idea if that's – I can't pronounce it. It's got, like, the umlauts and this yeah, thing okay. that looks like a B but uh, probably isn't. Anyway. The <laughs> The question I put into the show notes was, what Apple equipment do you take on holiday? And the reason I asked it is because I'm going on holiday myself, and I will be taking on the two different types of holiday that I've got coming up, um, different right. amounts of Apple equipment with me. Oh, I wish. I, I don't, actually, I don't have my bag here with me, uh, what, but I will tell you what I, what I typically bring. Uh, I bring, and I'm not talking about going to the Mac World Expo because that that is in no way, shape, or form a holiday. A holiday. <laughs> <laughs> but, 
for for people who who don't or haven't gone to the Macworld Expo, uh, not so much just going there and look going to the exhibits and going ooh ah you know at all that stuff that's there. But if you're working, if you're working the show, there is nothing about that show that equals holiday, at least during the day. So uh, I'm just going to talk about the stuff that when we do go on vacation with the family, this this is the stuff I bring. Of course, I have uh, my iPhone, which is yep, my, which my is general uh, music player, <laughs> GPS, you know, camera, everything. So I, I no longer carry a, a separate GPS or a uh, snappy snap type of digital camera. Yeah, that's that's. I think that's probably the same for most people. It's kind of it's it, whether it be an. I mean, we are you know talking predominantly about Apple because we're called the MyMac dot com podcast or the MyMac podcast. But um, people most have also people, called it other things since we took over. Well, like, yeah, they call it other things as well. But there you go. Um, so most people's appendage these days are the, is their smartphone. So it will be a smartphone that you take along. Right. But certainly the iPhone has got a. a, a I think one of the one of the better cameras on it so it is useful for you know taking along uh with you to uh to holiday destinations yep. um but if you are a bit of a photography a geek then it's probably not going to be quite good enough and we'll come on to that a little bit later but yeah yeah i take the iphone yeah, for but, sure but for it's sure. good it's good enough for me and, and good enough for holiday snaps even the yep. holiday video uh, yes i also the, take the, the only restriction of course is the amount of space that it has well, that's what I always get the 64 gig iPhone. Ah, uh, well, 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 lucky you. Not a lot of people uh, can do that. So I have got a suggestion. Well, poo poo on. on them. That's what I say. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, I also have, I have a 64 gig uh, Wi Fi 3G iPad 3. Okay. Do you take that along as well? Yes, I do. Yes, well, I do. Now I've I've taken it along. What do you use it for when you're on holiday? Uh, as we're driving, sometimes my wife will use it to find out information on stuff that's coming up ahead of us. Uh, you know, if, if there's some somebody has a craving for some type of food, well, she can punch that into the iPhone or sorry into the iPad through some of the various apps, or or even through like just do a Google search because it's not just connected up through Wi-Fi; it's connected up to 3G as well. Find whatever it is that uh, that we think may be ahead of us, and uh, you know, go to it and, and get whatever it is we need. Uh, we also use it, of course, as a uh, <clears throat> movie player in the car. So, if somebody wants to watch a movie, or or even if, even if they just you know, you know, my son Peter. Now, this this kind of hacked me off when we left when we went down to Florida a couple of weeks ago. He asked if he could use the iPad, and I told him, I said, "You're just going to watch a movie, right?" And he was like, oh, yeah, yeah, sure. Just going to watch a movie. Yeah, right, Dad. Sure. That's all. <laughs> so I handed it to him because I'm an idiot. And what he ended up doing was going to Facebook and typing in his account information for Facebook so that he could check his Facebook status. Well, at the end of the day, when I got it back, I go to check Facebook status and I'm logged out. And it shows the last person that was logged in. And it was my son, Peter. It was like, son of a. Well, you didn't specifically say not to go to. It's like, you know, you really, really want to go there. You know, I've been driving all day and you want any, you know what? I'm going off topic here. Uh, Then of course, you know, my wife has, has her iPhone. Peter has his iPhone. And so we've got all these various 
iOS devices that at the end of the day need to be charged up. Well, well yeah. I've got this portable plug, you know, AC power adapter with four port, four USB ports on it. One of them uh, is a, a high power port specifically for the iPad. And then right. the other three are the, the lower power ports that usually work with pretty much anybody's phone. So instead of having like four power adapters all over the room, it's just this one plugged in and there's four USB cables coming off of it. Yeah. I've, I, well, I've got also one, an extension lead with uh, some USB uh, power ports on there as well, but also normal power ports because I also take along a MacBook Air. I, I also take oh, along right. the iPad. I also take along the iPad, which we sometimes throw some films on there um, just in case, you know, the girls or, you know, it's yeah, dreadful weather, for example, which it hasn't been recently. Or, you know, you just want to sit down and watch a film of an evening. Um, so I'll throw some films on there. But also I've used the iPad to put photos on, it's just, you know, the day's images. I've mm-hmm. stuck, uh, stuck those onto the iPad because it's easy then just to flick through and, and, and have a browse at them and, and have a look at the day's events. Got a photo stream is... on? <laughs> well, <laughs> yes, but the thing is, photo stream doesn't work on my Sony camera. Oh, that's true. That's true. So you, so you plug with, it in. You plug it in directly into cor- USB correct. into the iPad. Correct. Well, yeah. Vi- basically, I've got the uh, the SD card adapter and the USB uh, adapter. Right. So, right. Yeah. Yeah. Either way, and put it on. So we use it for that as well. But along with that, I also take the MacBook Air along. Um, and having sometimes you go into you know places, whether it be a hotel or whether it be a bed and breakfast, uh, they'll give you a plug, but it's you know, it's in such an awkward spot. That's where the extension lead with, you know, not only the USB um, power outlets on it, but also standard either, you know, local power out, uh, outlets uh, on a two-meter uh, extension, you know, six-foot um, right. extension cable is really useful. Um, it sounds really odd saying it, but I just found it useful to have that. Even, even for the the good lady with her hair straighteners or hair dryer. <laughs> Sometimes they don't put plugs in these rooms in the most um, accessible positions. So uh, yeah. just take, just even even if you're not a geek taking lots of you know stuff along with you, if you've got a radio or if you've got a you know hair dryer or if you've got you know lady the dear. Uh, or a significant partner has got some sort of uh, uh, electrical equipment. I won't go down there too far, um, which needs plugging in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, me, me and hair products, not a problem anymore. <laughs> but so, yeah, it's always good to have um, uh, said bitterly an extension lead, but also <laughs> having portable power. I've yes. got, um, I've got a um, a little six thousand milliamp unit which i got from maplins in the uk and it works an absolute treat it it um it powers up the ipad it powers up the phone uh and it gives plenty of usb uh juice so i'll be using it on the gopro as well and uh you know when we're out and about especially when we're on the second holiday which where we're going to be walking a lot uh, i'm going to need that portable power so uh yeah I'll, i'll along with the macbook air which um, according to what sort of holiday we're going on, the first holiday I won't be taking it, but the second holiday where we're doing our walking, I'm likely to be taking it because I'll be taking a damn sight more images 
with the Sony, sure. and I'll want to do a lot of uh, manipulation of them. I might take it on the first holiday, but I, I don't just don't envisage me taking quite as many images, so I'll better come home and, and sort them all out. But on the second one, I'll be taking hundreds of images, so I'll want to sort them out, you know, make adjustments to them. But also, I kind of blog it as well. I blog well, the, Let me ask what, you something. Are, 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 have you tried taking video from your GoPro to put that onto the iPad? Well, interesting. No, I haven't. No, I haven't. But interestingly enough, one of the reasons I, I put down a list of things, but what I haven't put on there is, and it, it kind of, well, I have put on there because I've put extra disk space. Uh, and this kind of ties into something that you said earlier when it comes to obviously plugging in or using um, PhotoStream. Um, what I'm going to be doing is I, I have looked at the the um seagate goflex right. wi-fi hard drive um it's kind of pricey though but it's kind of pricey so i'm actually looking at just getting a much cheaper usb portable hard drive and i'm gonna need that because the amount of uh disk space that the gopro is going to be taking because on the second holiday i'm going to be trying to take you know those images of the walk itself the time-lapse images and I'm, the 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 air has still got uh, it's it's a 120 gig hard drive, and it's still got about 30 or 35 gig available on it. So it's not, it's still got plenty of space. But I'll soon I'll fill that up in about two days with all of the oh, GoPro yeah. images. So I'm going to have to put them onto a a portable hard drive, which is uh, something which I'm going to have to you know take along with me. Um, now, what's your what's your editor? For, for video. Well, I'm not going to worry about that, to be honest with you. Oh, uh, you're, you're guys, just because be collecting the raw video. Yeah, worry because about that later. Although I'm going to, I'll probably manipulate the images because, as I say, I do a blog, and I'll be putting the blog up as on the walk as we go along, and I'll be throwing some images up there. But the actual GoPro stuff is it takes too long to do, so I'm going to set some time aside when I come back to manipulate them because you know I don't want to be I want to I want to enjoy the holiday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah, doing vid the Go video is a bit of a time suck. Yeah, yeah. And although I've got into a, quite a good work stream with it now, it it, it will take too long, and um, having to do it off a USB hard drive as well that's going to slow the macbook air down quite a bit so all i'm going to do is just transfer it onto the hard drive so it's there so it's done and i've you know i've got it somewhere and then i'll um and then i'll, I'll manipulate it when i get home okay. so i'm gonna be, so i'm gonna be taking <laughs> i'm gonna be taking probably the iphone possibly the ipad on the second holiday and may may take that on the first one but may not take it on the on the second one i'll be taking the macbook air definitely on the second one so iphone macbook air some portable power the extension lead the extra um disk space or backup stuff all of the cables and accessories which obviously you need um now possibly on the first holiday i might be taking a portable router oh because for, yeah because yeah okay yeah you, you know why yeah, because some of these places have like just the one um, yeah. uh, hard port out, Ethernet hard port out. Correct, correct. So if you've got if you've got a, a small, relatively small, and the Airport Extreme is not that big. No, um, but I, I actually bought some time ago an Airport Express, and the new Airport Express isn't quite as as um, portable. No, as portable as the old one. The old one was very specifically portable, whereas the new one is still portable because it's quite small. Um, but it's it's not quite in the same design mode, is it? Because obviously the the old Airport Extreme had the plug fixed onto the unit itself, right? 
um, which can can be useful, but it all depends where the plug is. If the plug is really low down on the floor, then you, you can't put it in anyway. So perhaps the new one is better. But yeah, it's useful to have a, a little bit uh, portable router. Uh, I'm also thinking about taking the Apple TV on the first one, but you know, then there again, I'm thinking I'm, I'm doing too much. I'm doing far yeah, too you much. You know what you might want to do instead of an Apple TV, even though the Apple TV would be a little bit cheaper. Uh, do you have an iPod, an older iPod, like a hard no. drive iPod? No. Uh, I've got a 120 gig, I think it's a fifth gen uh, iPod, regular, you know, a little two and a half inch screen. Right. And right. I basically use that as, as kind of a, an extension, like a DVR almost. Yeah. I, I'll yeah. put a ton of video on that off of iTunes. And then I've got a 30 pin out to um, composite, you know, the, the red, yellow, white cable which yep. most hotel TVs still have that input. And I'll just plug that, you know, because when you plug that into the TV set, there's a separate USB cable that you can plug into a charger and you can charge the iPod at the same time that you're using it. So it's not like you're limited to whatever the battery life is of the iPod to watch yep. video off of it. And that's been, that's been great. You know, we have used that. As a matter of fact, Peter was actually, uh, because his the power on because he he's got my old 3GS iPhone and the battery doesn't last too long in that so in order to conserve power for his iPhone and not have to have it plugged into a charger all the time in the car or wherever he'll basically sit there and watch video on the little two and a half inch screen on the iPod in you know and I I just kind of look at him it's like you know again. Really? Yeah, really? <laughs> Bring a book, you know? <laughs> well, that's the thing, you see. that we, we, We're talking about all this stuff that we take, and, and it's whether you're going to use it or not. That's the thing. You've got to, you know, whether you just want to take all this stuff, because I've also put down portable speaker. You know that little speaker that I've spoken about in the, in the oh, class? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that'll that be coming along with me. And I, I basically take a carry, you know, not a carry bag, but I've got a rucksack, and um, it doesn't fill up too much. But, uh, yeah, there does seem to be an awful lot of electronic equipment that comes along with me now. Now, initially, when I first started doing it, the family, they just shut their head. But now they've got used to it. They've got used to it. And then now th- they're all enjoying it as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. Have you brought the so-and-so, Dad? Yes, I have. Oh. oh. Now you're pleased, yeah. aren't yeah. you? Yeah. Yeah, you, used, says, you used to laugh at me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when I would bring yeah. it. And then they say, well, we just wanted to make sure because it's funny. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, right. Um, yeah, so one thing I will say, though, is make sure you've got insurance, folks, when you take all this stuff. Make sure you're covered. Don't take all this stuff and expect that it's going to have normal insurance cover on there. Um, the biggest piece of equipment there, really, for me, which would possibly have to have extra insurance or to make sure it is covered, is the MacBook Air. Oh, certainly. Um, normally your iPhone and stuff like that would, would be covered. But the iPad and the MacBook Air, you may just need to make sure that you've got coverage on those. But well, yeah. the, the nice thing about I, you know the iOS devices, as compared to even even as compared to the MacBook Air, uh, they're just so much more portable. So yeah. you you can put them into a small bag and it, yeah, always it, have it, it on you. That's right. It all depends what you want to do. Of course, the fact that I take the MacBook Air really on the second one is generally to to manipulate the photos, but also to ping up that blog to the uh, to the website as well because it just makes it that much easier. Right, so. which you can do as well on your iPad. Well, I can't. Actually, I can't 
because my, the site that I post to, I've created in Rapid Weaver. And until Rapid Weaver actually create uh, a yeah, iOS okay. um, application, I've got to use uh, a Mac. Uh, and that's one thing which um, I have actually uh, pushed a note out to them, um, both on Twitter and email, saying, any thoughts of an iPad application? Because that would definitely uh, be great. So, you know, there's thoughts and consideration then if you're creating a website as to how you're going to do it. Because if you tie yourself into a, uh, a Mac-based uh, application, that does uh, rather restrict you. But, the re- but it doesn't bother me too much because I'm going to be taking it along to manipulate the photos anyway. Right. So. Um, well, but, I mean, I'm uh, just thinking along the lines now. Uh, I don't know if you've had a chance to check your iCloud account and see if you've got the the iWork beta in there. Uh, I haven't had a chance to do that. Uh, is that a question that you'd like me to try and have a look now? No, actually, let's save that because I just noticed it uh, yesterday that I have that now. Right. So, because I know Apple finally started pushing it out for other people to try. So, I think that's something we can talk about another week. But okay. I mean, just as a, a general thing, I'm thinking, well, once they've got the iWork suite out there through iCloud and you're, you're basically using a browser for these applications, how much longer will it be before they do the same thing with some of the, um, the iLife applications? And, you know, iWeb, of course, is dead, but that doesn't mean that Apple won't come out with another uh, website productivity tool. You know, because right now with, with Within iOS, uh, all of the sites, like when I go to the Macworld Expo, everything that we're doing is, is all powered through WordPress. So we're doing it through an iOS app called Blogsy, right? Which works right. very well. But I, I didn't even think that you would be using something like Rapid Weaver. Yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, that is, that is something which. Um, you have to think about if you're, you know, if you're going away and you're creating a blog uh, and you want to, you know, talk about it, then uh, just think about how you're going to get access to it. And that was one thing I never really created the website, the, the website that I created. I never really created it to do that. That wasn't going to be my right. um, expectation. So that's kind of why I used Rapid Weather initially. But now there are restrictions. So sometimes things happen and, uh, you know, you didn't quite foresee the usage yeah. uh, of of a, a particular process that you're you're kicked into, but yeah. uh, it's not cool. you know the MacBook Air is a nice uh, portable uh, device anyway, so it doesn't cause me too much of an issue. So I don't know whether other people out there have the same issues of taking too much um, stuff with them when they when they go uh, away, but I've certainly got into that uh, scenario. But to be perfectly honest with you, I quite look forward to the packing. I've got to <laughs> well, make sure I real, take that. I've got to make sure I've got to take that. Make sure <laughs> I've got to take that. Make sure I've got to take that. Oh, I might as well take that. Well, as I'm taking this, I might as well take that as well. Pretty soon, half your house is, is following along with you. Yeah. Uh, real yeah. quick, give a synopsis of, of what you take. Well, on the first holiday, it will definitely – obviously, the, uh, the three of us have got an iPhone, so we'll each have an iPhone. I'm likely to take the iPad. Uh, there will be some portable power on the first one. Um, I won't take any backup. Um, cables and accessories um, to obviously um, connect up to charge the devices and the extension lead and my camera, obviously my Sony camera and probably the GoPro. The second holiday – 
iPhone, of course. iPad, possibly not. MacBook, MacBook Air, portable power, definitely uh, to make sure that the GoPro and the iPhone are charged during the course of the day because on the second holiday we will be out for lengths of four, anywhere between four and six hours walking. Yeah. Uh, and um, the backup, I'll be taking a, a hard drive uh, to back up all of the GoPro images, <coughs> plenty of cables and accessories. Um, I may take the portable router on the first holiday. I'm not likely to take it on the second one. Portable speakers may take it on the first one, not on the second one. And um, obviously plenty of cameras, uh, the Sony, the GoPro, and the iPhone. So I'll have three cameras with me. Wow. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, when I go on holiday, uh, my wife and myself and both my kids, we all have whatever smartphones that, we, that we're using. Uh, definitely take at least my third-gen iPad. I know Peter sometimes likes to take the, the first-gen iPad that I have. Uh, portable power. Uh, don't, I don't really worry too much about extra disk space. All of the cables that I may need, especially along the lines of 30 pin to composite out for uh, like a, a hotel TV. Uh, about certainly a charger that has uh, four outputs, one that's dedicated to the iPad and uh, my iPod as well. And that's what I take. Cool. Listeners, tell us what we've missed out. Tell us what you take. And, we'd love uh, to know because we'd love to know. Yep, maybe there's something. It will sit there and go. Ooh, ooh, ooh I, my bag! My bag just got bigger. I need one of those. Yeah. <laughs> mm. So everybody, please stand by to stand by, and we'll be right back with the the third and last section of the show. And after that, guys can go to bed. Night. Hello people, my name's Peter Bird and I'm the host of the Deeper Look podcast. The idea behind the show is that we talk to our guests and we learn more about them, the subjects, the people, the things that shape their lives or the things they're interested in or the things they would possibly want to know more about. Basically we just like to look a little deeper and see what's there and to learn. If that appeals to you or you like that idea or if even if you have a guest that you think we should try and speak to then come on by and give us a go. We are part of the Stoplight Network. The G-Men, a show almost good enough to listen to. And welcome back to the third section of the MyMac.com podcast. And, and Gaz, uh, in this case, I, I, I'm not going to nod because if I nod, you may fall asleep. It's time for Gaz's tip. Okay, now iTunes recently had an update. Well, not recently, it was some time ago, where the sidebar disappeared. Now, although you can get the sidebar back fairly quickly, how which about I have. which you have? Um, how about leaving it hidden and navigating to the different sections of your um the itunes library um by using command and then the number because if you press command one it will take you to the music section or should take you to the music section there's a proviso there i'll tell you about that at the end command two takes you to the movies section command three tv section 
Command 4, Podcast, Command 5, iTunes U, Command 6, iBooks, and Command 7, the application section of your sidebar makes right. it really quite easy. Now, now, now we're talking, you're talking about what's in your library, not what's on in the iTunes store. No, no, I'm talking about in the, in the library section of right. the sidebar in iTunes. Correct. Correct. Um, and those commands will take you as long as they're not disabled in preferences. And that was, that's the proviso. You've got to make sure that those, um, those, um, items are actually checked because if you go into iTunes and go into preferences, you will see that there, you can actually turn some of those options off. So as long as they're there, uh, using those numbers, one through to seven, music, movies, TVs, podcasts, iTunes, U, books, and apps, which is pretty much the order you'll see them in the sidebar if you had it open. Uh, the uh, iTunes will go, as long as you're not doing anything in iTunes, it will take you to that section straight away without you having to go over and click on, on the sidebar. Um, which you've got hidden anyway, of course, haven't you, Guy? Yes. What? No, no. <laughs> I've got I've got the sidebar out. I use the sidebar. I like. I know the you do. I know you do. I was jessing with you. The interesting thing is, if you're in the mini player mode and you hit any one of those combinations, a new iTunes window will open in the section that you need. Oh, that is cool. Which is quite cool. So there you go. That's um. So the mini plier. The mini plier. Yes. All right. <laughs> L-Y-E-R. It's the MIDI player. No, no. Oh, no, no. It says player. <laughs> I was mistaken. I apologize. <laughs> anyway, I'm nodding my head. Ah. Hit it. That's the end of Gaz's Tips. That's Most the end of Gaz's Tips. That's Most the end of Gaz's Tips. Okay, is that the, uh, the end of the tip? Will you let me finish? Gaz's Tips. Yeah, I thought it was like some kind of like wood tool or something that you'd use with iTunes. James James Turner from woodpad.co.uk could probably yeah. tell us something along those lines. Yeah. Yeah, I bet he's got a few um tools. Yeah, mini pliers. Pliers. Do you have an app pick guess? Probably an electrician. <laughs> um no, I don't. Ah, damn. However, yes, you my do. however, my daughter does. Ah. Ah. She's been you, making oh, can, can I interrupt for just a second? You can. This does sound like an app that a, a teenage girl would like. I've, when I first saw this, I was like, makes you and your friends the stars. That doesn't sound like something Gas would be would be doing no. using on a regular basis. No, no, but she's been using it a lot differently to the way they've they've advertised this because it is it's called Video Star and it's really for teenage kids to you know sing to and you know you can add music over it and from your library and it makes it really easy you can do a lot of this stuff in iMovie as well but it's it's free the application is free she's you bought it out well not bought it she's downloaded it and put it on her phone and she's only got the iphone uh, let me get this right she's only got the iphone 4 so the video camera on that is not the, the best but it still takes a reasonable video actually and and she's been you know putting a movie together within this application. And I've said to her, I move. And she, as soon as I start, the words come out of my wife. I'm she's got no dad. This is easy. <laughs> I just throw it into there. It can put the music from my iTunes library in there. It's just, it's just easy. I just like it. So if you've got any kids out there, yeah. you know, teenage kids, girls, especially, 
uh, point them to video star. They might like it. And then when they realize limitations, they, they might move up to iMovie. Either, yeah. that, either that or just keep telling you, you just don't understand. Yeah, yeah, which is obvious, you know. But if yeah. you indicate video star, they'll put, oh, I'm not using that rubbish. <laughs> yeah. She, she found it herself, of course. But, yeah. yeah, she seems to be using it quite a lot. And uh, she's shown us the videos that she's put together. And it looks like it's it's quite a good application. So, uh, but it, it, it's, it is very much aimed at um, teenage girls. Yeah, okay. definitely. Uh, it's from Frontier Design Group, Video Space Star. I've put... Put the, the link in the in the show notes. Right now, my app pick this week it is not geared toward <laughs> t- teenage girls. Or okay, yeah, it's a kids game. <laughs> it's called Tiny Troopers. It's by Chilango. Uh, I actually got interested in this game after playing it on the iPad, and they have gone ahead and moved it over to the Mac, and it hasn't lost any of its its very bizarre charm. You get, a, you get kind of a cartoon-like army guy, and he goes out and he shoots and blows up everything in his path. And, and the thing that kind, of, that kind of makes me laugh is when you manage to kill the bad guys, they don't just, like, fall over, die, and then disappear. They'll sit there with their head, like, rolling back and forth, go, ah, oh, ee, you know, before they finally die. And you're, you're just kind of like, wow, this is, like, kind of bringing the, the horrors of war, but in a fun, kid-like cartoon way. <laughs> So it's yeah. $2.99, $2.99 at the Mac App Store, and it's it's Tiny Troopers. I have a good time with it. Cool. Um, with People's Pick, we've used uh, the Levelator, uh, and that's from Dorothy uh, Yamamoto mm-hmm. uh, from the Conversation Network, dot org, dot, uh, forward slash Levelator. Uh, yep. level, levelates all your music. If, or not your music, but your uh, speech. Well, in fact, it would do music as well. So if you're recording something and you've got different channels and you find that one channel is much louder or um, over-modulated, no, it probably wouldn't do anything that was over-modulated, but if it was much, <laughs> if it was much louder and peaking too yeah. much, pop it through Levelator and that'll sort it out for you so you've not got, somebody shouting down the phone, and the other person going, I like can't barely hear you. Uh, there's so, some activity on our Facebook page. Oh, wait. No, there isn't. Yes, there is. No. Yes, there is. No, there isn't. Yes, there is. It's gone. It's there again. It's gone. No, it's gone. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Uh, and you know what? I did not check, and shame on me. Uh, why don't you take the next bit while I, while I check very, very quickly with Comet Cast and see if we got any... Any new iTunes reviews? Well, as usual, a guy's going over to have a look at iTunes, but if you would like to send an iTunes review in, we would be most appreciative. And it helps us ever so. Well, a little bit, because it, you know, it shows Apple that it's not a dead podcast and that people are listening to it. And yep. in some weird fashion, enjoying it. I know that we're weird. Yes, yes. And we <laughs> appreciate the fact that you listen to us each week. We don't understand why, but you know, we'll keep, yeah. you keep downloading it. We'll keep doing it. Well, we'll try to anyway. Yep. Um, but if you could go over and do a review, uh, let us know that you've done the review, send us your email and you'll get a famed wooty. That's right. And yeah. it's so rare. What more, that- what more do you need to be influenced to go and do it? Right? Uh, oh, by the way, there is no new, iTunes reviews according oh. to comment cast. Oh, well, never mind. But if you did <laughs> write an iTunes review for all of the reasons that Gaz just talked about that I didn't hear because I was looking at comment cast. Of, looking at the lack of reviews. Yeah. Ooh, look at that. 
what a great non-review of you can you can let us know that you didn't do a review by sending an email to me, uh, which is at my email address, which is guy at mymac.com. That's G U Y Y at mymac.com. M Y M A C dot com. M A C O U S B B O U S B. Oh, clever. Clever. Uh, I also have a, a Twitter account, and you can find that at twitter.com forward slash MacParrot. And if you would like to really go the convoluted route, you can send it to feedback at mymac.com, and uh, Fearless Leader Tim will get it and send it to us and chide us for continuing to push feedback at mymac.com because. We have all these other ways to contact us. So, how, Gaz, how could people contact you? <laughs> Gaz at mymac.com, twitter.com ah, forward slash. Ah, ah, <laughs> ah, ah. <laughs> all right, G A Z at M Y M A C dot C O M or twitter.com forward slash Gazmaz, G A Z M A Z. You can also contact both Guy and myself. On twitter.com forward slash guy and gaz g u y a n d g a z or you can ring the Skype number on zero zero. Oh no, hang on a minute, that's wrong. Well, slap my thigh. All I have to say is Alice is going to kill me for that, isn't he? Probably. Plus one seven zero three four three. Plus one set. That's not two plus ones, just the one plus one. That's not three plus ones. I'll I don't start know again. what would happen. One plus that. one. The Skype plus, network would explode. You see, Alistair, either I told you it wouldn't work. <laughs> <laughs> plus one, seven, zero, three, four, three, six, nine, five, plus one. No, zero, one. Zero, one. That number, again, is plus one outside of the U.S., seven, oh, three, four, three, six, nine, five, Z-E-R-O. One. And I think, as that this is the best show uh-huh. <laughs> that I've ever done, that we've ever done, and that we're good enough, smart enough, and doggone it, people like us. Itigoi, Madlan, Apkang, Makita, Kung, Bakit, Gaz, and Guy. Chang, Kiklikin, King Agua, Ito Podcast. Parasa isang buong oas na makoha namin upang tumawa. <laughs> Thanks for downloading this podcast. You can also find other great podcasts on the Stoplight Network like the Tech Fan Podcast, Three Geeky Ladies, Not Another Mac Podcast, The Mac Specialist Podcast, Geekiest Show Ever, The Teacher Cast Podcast, The Apple Junkies Podcast, and the all-new App Minute Podcast. <laughs> Bastard. <laughs> Thanks a lot. <laughs> as soon as you started doing doing the, uh, <laughs> as soon as you started doing the phone number, it's like okay. As soon as he's done with that phone number, I'm gonna repeat it, and then as soon as I'm done repeating the phone number, I'm going right into it. 
And I knew as soon as I said, I think, and you were just like, oh, damn it. <laughs> Son of a golf. <laughs> Son of a <laughs> Why do you keep putting that in there? Yes, why? <laughs> because I think it's funny. Yeah, okay. It's and, easy and to see even- why. Yeah, it's easy to see why Guy and Gaz enjoy doing this podcast for a whole hour. We get to laugh. Ha ha, so. And, and that was actually for, for people, because <sighs> this is part that, of course, will be at the end of the show. That was translated uh, in Google Translate from uh, Filipino, the language of the Philippines. And I have a feeling that if we had a, a, a Filipino language speaker, that they would just sit there and go, no, no. <laughs> That's that's really that's really not no, what you say. What they would they would, <laughs> what they'd, they'd be going? No, that's wrong. That's wrong. Yeah, that is wrong. Oh, that's, just that's wrong. wrong too. No, that's that's just wrong. You should. It's just wrong, man. And it'd be like yeah. this. Okay. Hello. What? Hello. 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 What can you say? <laughs> but as I said to you, get in contact with Paul because he yeah. said he'd be free. Okay, Paul Shadwell. So Paul Shadwell. I told him that I'd, I'd let you know. Yeah, that guy's big. I've met him. Who, Paul? Yeah, Paul's quite big as well, yeah. Yeah, over because he, he does uh, – uh, it's really just kind of a joke. Um, I don't know if you've heard this story. When uh, Allison – Sheridan first had her like you know, Silicast get together at Macworld. Yeah, you were the bouncers, way. Well, no, but the very first year she did it, mm-hmm. the 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 entryway that led into the space that we were at was like right off the street, and there were like street people coming in and just grab, right. grabbing food and drinks and like, yeah, how you doing? Uh, no, actually, I, I live in that alley. Yeah, right over there. You know, and it was like, get get out, get out. So from then on, she's had uh, Paul. And, um, oh, damn, what's his name? I know who you mean. Yeah. Ben. Barry. 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 Right, right, right. Now, they always come and they, they always have, like, suits on with, with ties. S- suited and booted. Right, right. And I always show up with a T-shirt that says Max Security. Because <laughs> I'm not dragging a suit from the East Coast. But, of course, they'll drag one from, you know, like, the UK or, or Switzerland <laughs> or wherever. Yeah. But I can't be bothered to do it from D.C., and uh, last year, Julie shows up. Uh, Julie, kill, kill, kill. You podcasting fool. You, yeah, where is it? Oh, I know, I got it here. <laughs> We're not on the podcast. You still got to use it, though. I know. <laughs> it's Keel, not cool. You podcasting yeah. fool. Yeah, that's it. And so she's like an Keel, her- as in Neil. Yeah, it rhymes with Armstrong. Keel. <laughs> <laughs> She'll have like on her full biker gear, you know, and, but I, honestly, between, between, uh, Barry and Paul, nobody's going to come in there. Did you ever see, uh, it was like, I guess it was almost 10 years ago. There was a, a, a DC comics teen Titans cartoon on. Did you ever watch that? No. Oh, cause they've got what they ended up doing. This is now like 10 years later. They're doing the Teen Titans again because the, the kind of funny part about the, the the old Teen Titans cartoon was that at a time when 
you had like, you know, Batman and Superman and the Justice League. And these were all, you know, yeah, we are talking about comic books, but it's it's relatively serious subject matter. Well, with the Teen Titans, you know, yeah, they would also have, you know, their big fights with the villains and all that. But there was a lot of a kind of slice of life humor that they threw in with it as well. And now and it was just called Teen Titans. Now they've got this new series out called Teen Titans Go, and it's the exact same people doing the voices for uh, Robin and Starfire and Beast Boy and Cyborg and um, uh, Raven. But the animation style is a little bit different. And instead of it being a mix of serious and kind of funny stuff, it's like almost all funny stuff. Like they had this one half of an episode that had nothing. You know, the whole episode was about getting together these various pieces of a sandwich that were, it was like a mystical, magical sandwich. And so they had to go to like all these different places to, to get the ingredients for it. And, uh, the, the one character has to go to this lava pit and another character has to go to outer space. And, and this other, and this other character has to dig like way deep in the ground and, and fight these, these sandwich guardians that are guarding these ingredients. And Robin goes up to Raven, who's giving them instructions for all this and says, well, I'm the team leader. So you must be, you must be saving the, the, the most important, most dangerous part for me. And she's like, yeah, it's at the supermarket. Here's a coupon. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's funny. (laughs) Is that new? Might be. Yeah, I don't think I've heard that one before. But it, oh my god, this this is like Dawn of the Dead <laughs> kind of stuff. Yeah, they were sent. They were sent to me, right? Right. They were sent to me by Gary Apter. Really? He said, "Yeah, super top top secret." He says, "Um." He said, I've got some sound effects. He said, I was looking through something the other day and I got a little sound effects. He said, I thought these might be good for you to fight with Guy. And I listened to them. I thought, there's no comic value in these. Whatsoever. No, yeah, it sounds like people are no getting eaten by zombies. <laughs> well, I mean, the, you know, out of context, they could be funny. You know, it, it's... It, it... <laughs> If I start droning on and on about some <laughs> stupid thing, you could just have that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, they're going to be hard work to fit in because there's they're not really comic. They are serious sound effects of people screaming. You know, right? Anyway, anyway. Yeah, the closest I have to that is this. Yeah, but that's funny though, isn't it? <laughs> oh well, that one isn't. No, that just that just sounds like you know. <laughs> that sounds that sounds like Freddy Krueger just interrupted a sorority sleepover or something. It's Freddy Krueger. 